the sake of those who haven't been with us all week, we've been looking at encouragements throughout this psalm, encouragement that God answers prayer, encouragement that God strengthens his people, encouragement that God cares for his people, whatever your circumstance is or your situation in life tonight. And you know, we looked at last time that the Lord revives his people. That's what we considered even in the words of verse 7. There is the protecting hand of God upon his people as well. But I want you to come to the last verse that we've read together tonight. And there's another encouragement. God fixes what concerns his people. God fixes what concerns his people. The psalmist speaks here confidently. He declares, the Lord will perfect that which concerneth me. He understood that God had a plan concerning him. And young people, God has a plan concerning your life as he has with adults as well. And the psalmist knew that he would be absolutely one who would perfect that plan. His hope is based not on himself, but it's on the Lord. And you know, he's essentially saying what the Apostle Paul brings out to the believers at Philippi. And we read in Philippians chapter 1, Words of our six familiar words. Being confident of this very thing, that he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. The sense of the word perfect is to complete. It is to perform. And the apostle could say that he was absolutely sure what God had begun in him, he will perform it, he will perfect it, he will complete it. The work of salvation. David here was given the promise of God concerning him. He was given the promise concerning his descendants. That they would rule forever. And of course within that promise is found the coming Messiah. And he was confident that God would be true to his word. You turn back to Second Samuel chapter 7. You remember how David wanted to build a house. The temple. But God sent his servant Nathan to him and indicated it wouldn't be him that would build the house. It would be his son. But here's the promise that God gives to David. Verse 12, 2 Samuel 7. And when thy days be fulfilled, and thou shalt sleep with thy fathers, I will set up thy seed after thee, which shall proceed out of thy bowels, and I will establish his kingdom. He shall build a house for my name. I will establish the throne of his kingdom forever. Look at the words of uh, verse 14. I will be his father, he shall be my son. Let's go down even to the word there of verse 16. And thine house and thy kingdom shall be established forever before thee. Thy throne shall be established forever. There's a promise that concerning David, concerning his posterity, his seed, And you know, men and women, young people, the same can be said of any promise that God gives to you or God gives to me. And God gives promises to his people concerning them and concerning the course of their life. He will keep his word. He'll not go back on it. The Lord is in control. He will bring to pass what he has promised. And you know, it will be to his glory. Is there something broken in your life tonight? God can fix it. Do you see the the, the next 
Free is there the next words in the, the final verse. It says, Thy mercy, O Lord, endureth forever. Because his mercy endures forever, then every soul can be assured that God's Spirit will continue to shape them and continue to mold them by his grace. He will not cease until God's will is done in our lives. And when God's will is done in your life and in my life, young person, then there will be glorification. There will be glorification. Having that assurance, the psalmist can exhort at the close of this wee psalm. He said, Thy mercy, O Lord, endures forever. Forsake not the works of thine own hands. It amounts to a prayer. He's really saying, Lord, not my will, but thine be done. Forsake not the works of thy hands. That work that you're doing in my life, that work that you're molding and shaping me into that vessel, Lord, don't stop it. Forsake not it. Keep it doing. Keep going. May God be pleased to work with us and in us this year. Those things in our life that need fixed, he will deal with them. And God knows those things in your life and mine that need fixed. But God is able to perfect, to complete that which concerns us. Why? Because his mercy endures forever. One divine of old, a man by the name of Bergen, if you've been in the adult Bible class, you'll have heard me mention his name. He said this, His creating hands formed our souls at the beginning. His nail-paced hands redeemed them at Calvary. His glorified hands will hold our souls fast and not let them go forever. Not lovely. The hands of the Lord. He'll hold our souls fast and never let us go. Men and women, young people, can I encourage you to pray tonight for those that are broken? Those that are backslidden. Those that are cold of heart tonight. Don't forget about them. Can I ask you to pray for that God would mold us and shape us into those vessels of honor? You may, you may think, well, where do you get that? Well, you turn just to Jeremiah chapter 18 and you'll see it for yourself. You see, the prophet was told by God to go down into the potter's house. And you know what the potter's wheel is, maybe. I don't know whether they do it in high school now or not, but they used to. And you got a bit of clay and you had it on the wheel and you formed it and you shaped it into a vessel or a vase. Well, that's just like the picture here. He says in chapter 18 of Jeremiah 2, Rise and go down to the potter's house, and there I will cause thee to hear my words. Then I went down to the potter's house, and behold, he wrought a work on the wheels. And the vessel that he made of clay was marred in the hand of the potter. It's broken. There was a blemish in it. It's maybe cracked. Shaped in the wrong way. What does he do? Does he take the clay and he fires it into the corner and gets a new piece? No, you don't read that in that verse. He says, so he made it again another vessel. That seemed good to the potter to make it. Then the word of the Lord came to me saying, O house of Israel, cannot I do with you? 
as this potter, saith the Lord. Behold, as the clay is in the potter's hand, so are ye in my hand, O house of Israel. Young believer, you will fall and you will fail the Lord many a time. And you'll just be like that clay that's marred. You see, the Lord's mercy endures forever. And he's able to take that clay again and mold it and shape it. Till it becomes a vessel of honor. The Lord will perfect that which concerns any one of us. In the hands of Christ tonight. Let's pray the Lord might mold us and shape us. Into those vessels of honor. That we can be used of God in his hand. That applies to the young people as well as the adults. Thank God the Lord can use the young people. I want you to pray for our organists, our pianists, those on the media machines as well. And I want you to remember this. We need workers. Young person, I wonder if you've got a talent for the piano or organ, will you dedicate it to the Lord? Will you give it over to God? We need the organists coming up. We need the other pianists to help out. We need those, as we heard this week, to sit among the children in the children's meeting. We need those skilled to help those in the media. We need workers. Let's pray to that end that God might touch some and might be willing to serve the Lord in the way that the Lord has given the talents and the gifts. I trust and pray the Lord has been in well, that we Sam has been an encouragement to you and the Lord might write up those encouragements upon our heart tonight and thank God he's able to fix that which concerns his people the Lord is able to perfect that which concerneth us